coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, y'all. Y'all, good morning. Hey, hey, Nia. Hey, Eb. Hey, Lydia. Hey, my Renaissance grandma. Hey, Sierra. Hey, Janice. Hey, Kirby. My nose is itchy this morning. Hey, Instagram. Hey, T. Oh, hey, my classmate. How you doing? Hey, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Listen, I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to get in the word in just a second. I got to do some sharing, too. Um, let's pray over your state. Um, you don't have to put your city down. But if you'll put your state in the comments, we'll pray over our states um, while we're waiting. I'm waiting on something to upload. I don't know why it's doing that this morning. But while I'm waiting on it to upload, you do me a favor. And... Um, you do me a favor. Thank you, T. Grimm. You do me a favor. Somebody asked me and was like, are you really like that in the morning? I'm like, I'm really like this in the morning. But you also need to know that I have been up since 3.30. <laughs> so the energy comes from prayer, meditation, a good shower, put my makeup on, combing my hair, all of that good stuff. Like, are you really like that in the morning? I said, yeah. Y'all, so I've been tickling my nose. Hold on. Um, I'm like, yep, I'm absolutely like that in the morning. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. So we're going to cover our states while something gets uploaded. Um, and you do me a favor, share the video. So Father God, we thank you right now for Missouri, for Arkansas, for Alabama, for Tennessee, for Georgia, for Colorado, for, oh, thank you, Lord, for Michigan, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for all, every state that's represented here. We thank you, Father God, for every city that's represented here. We thank you, Lord God, that you are an omnipotent and omniscient God, and you can reach us absolutely everywhere. So, Father, first, we want to pray for the government this morning. We pray for our governors, our lieutenant governors, our Senate and our House of Rep Representatives, Lord God. We pray, Father God, for our Supreme Court justices and our justices in our state, Lord God. We pray over their minds this morning, that their minds be the mind of Christ, Lord God. We thank you and pray over the special cabinets this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for leaders who are sensitive to your voice and leaders who will not be afraid, Father God, to stand for justice, to stand for truth, Lord God. We pray over their health and over their families, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that they make godly decisions, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for a pragmatic government that represents the people, Lord God, that people will not be in office, Lord God, with their individual agendas, Lord God, but they will be in office, Lord God, and do things according to your glory. Lord God, we thank you this morning that you are removing from them a heart of stone and giving them a heart of flesh. Lord God, let them be more sensitive, Father God, to your leading, to your voice, to who you are, to what you have called them to be. We thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against our governments shall prosper. No demon, no devil in hell shall have any authority um, or take authority. We thank you, Lord God, that the heart of a king is in your hands, Lord God. And even when it says it seems difficult or it seems impossible, Father God, that you can take over the government. So we thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. 
that you take over the government. We thank you, Lord God, um, that we will see miracles. We will see um, wonders. We will see policies and procedures that will be for the favor of your people, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there is nothing that is too hard for you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there is nothing that is not too hard for you, Lord God. So where there have been laws that have been past that do not glorify you, Lord God. We ask, Father God, that you forgive us. Woo! We ask, Father God, that you forgive us. We thank you, Lord God, for a government that will honor you in all kinds of ways, Lord God, and consider your people, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over this nation, over our president, over our vice president, over the cabinet, over the Supreme Court, over the House, over the Senate, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, um, that they're just doing a new thing, Lord God. We thank you for debt cancellation. We thank you, Lord God, that policies and rules are being reversed to our advantage and for our favor in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We'll see and experience that favor today like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, whether you know it or not, you are responsible to pray for your government. Uh, you're responsible to pray over your leaders. And sometimes because we don't agree with someone, we won't pray for them. And we have to be mindful of that. That's not what the word says that, oh, okay, you agree and then you pray. No, you pray anyway. Uh, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Come on, y'all, keep sharing. So you pray anyway. You pray whether you agree, you pray whether you like, you pray whether you're a Republican, whether you're Democrat. At some point, we got to choose to be, it's funny when you're Judah, it was it's so funny when your Judah was um younger and um some kid at school was just harassing him. And he was like, Well, I bet you're a Democrat. And Judah was like, No, we're kingdom independent. I was like, This is my kid. Come on, Judah. He was like, No, we kingdom independent. And he said, We side with God. Woo! I was like, Come on. That's how I raised him. I'm like, he's like, No, we're kingdom independent and we side with God. Like we side with God. And I'm like, that's it. And I have just been consistent in that. Like I, I, because man, I've seen some things. I've been here long enough. I'm old enough uh, to say, I remember when Carter is, it went off and when Reagan came in office, I've always been kind of a political junkie. And I read really early and I used to sit and follow politics and read the newspaper no, I'm kingdom independent. <laughs> like I side with God. I go with where God is. It's not about a party. It's about my kingdom being represented here in this earth. And that's what we stand with. Like that's what we stand for. So even if we don't trust the government, even if we don't believe in the government, it's our duty to pray for the government. Now, I just shared the video. You do me a favor and you go share the video. Put the share, share video out there. Now, I might not be there, be long here today because it is November. It's the first of the month and I have a word from the Lord and I am, uh, I need to do two things. I need to tell you this and then I need to give you the word that God gave me for the month of November. Um, I am inclined. No, I'm not inclined. I'm on duty. And when God tells me to speak or decree or declare a thing, I just say what he tells me. I used to be afraid of, um, 
the the prophetic gift on my life. Let me just be honest, the prophetic mantle, um, the ability to be able to hear God the way God and to decree and declare and announce because the world has made it, um, the world has made it foreign, but in the kingdom, it's real. It's real. And if you've never understood it, um, you need to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom for how prophecy works, give you the wisdom for how God ordained this. It's in the scriptures. And instead of running away from it, run into and embrace the things of the kingdom and you will experience the things of the kingdom. And I'm going to be honest, people have exploited and done things wrong. They have. And it will make you hesitant to certain things. But when someone has a word from the Lord, it's just simply God spoke. And we are, how God dealt with me, because I was being really shy about sharing those things. And God was like, look, and I'm not a fortune teller. I don't always have a word. I don't always see and I don't always have a lot to say. But when he talks to me directly and says, now I need you to share this with my people. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I used to be afraid to because of the criticism that you get because of what people don't understand. Anytime somebody doesn't understand something, they criticize. Right. They do. They they call it all kinds of things. But it's really because I've never experienced it. And I understand. So I have a word from the Lord from you. And I want you to meditate this. Well, how do I know it's my word? It'll it'll do something on the inside of you. When it's something from the spirit of the Lord, when it's from the Lord, it touches your spirit, touches your spirit. It'll speak to your spirit. Woo! It'll deal with your spirit, not your flesh. And you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I, I, that's for me. I know that's for me. Like, And then even if you feel like it's not for you, take it and hold it because it may be later. Um, there's a script. There's there's a scripture that talks about the prop, the the reward of the prophet, or receiving the word from the prophet. Like so, trust that the Lord is speaking to you. I'm just a vessel. I ain't got no special powers. I ain't got no. I just have decided to yield to the Holy Spirit and obey Him. I ain't got no. I say I'm gonna yield to the Holy Spirit. I'm obey and I'm gonna trust. And I always say, Lord, confirm the words that are coming out of my mouth. And don't let me say anything that you would not have me to say. So I want to pray over you and I want to give you this. But I want to encourage you in something. This morning I was I was taken back to a time and this may help someone. God had dealt me with me or something. I was in a hard season, but it was just a season. Woo! I was in a hard season, but it was just a season. There's a scripture that talks about momentary afflictions, right? Like you might be going through right now but it's only temporary. I was just in a season, but when I was in the season, I was treating it like it was a permanent state. So, and so financially, um, things were just hard, right? And it's not that God wasn't providing, it wasn't taking, it just seemed like a lot was going on at one time. Bills were piling up. It just seemed like a lot. And I remember that I started like not getting my hair done not getting my nails done, just different things because reducing what I thought I could control. And God, my cup says, be fabulous. God started dealing with me. And he said, uh, 
I started reducing what, like, I'm going to be a good steward. I'm not a wasteful person. And so I started reducing things like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to have this. I'm not going to get this. I'll put this up, you know, just reducing things. And these are what, this isn't because the Lord told me to do this because he will. Right. But this was me surrendering to my situation instead of me surrendering to God. And when I was in this seat, I sprayed some perfume, y'all. And apparently my nose do not like it. It was a new perfume. <laughs> um, and so um, just, you know, coming out of this, coming out of that. And the Lord spoke to me one day and he said, hey, I, I can afford you. Judah, he's outside. Hurry up. So he doesn't call. I'm sorry, Judah has practice. He's on the basketball. And he says, he says, I can afford you. He says, I can. He said, and I said, he said, I, I this is just a temporary season. He said, but I can afford you. If you'll give me a give me the chance, it changed my perspective of God as provider. It it changed my perspective of God. He said I can. He said I can afford the vision that I've given you. I can afford um, the places I'm calling you to. I can afford your sons. I can afford your grandchildren you love to take care of. Like, I can afford you. And he gave me Philippians 4.19 that he would supply my needs. And I know somebody will be like, well, nails and hair, all that stuff. No, but because I'm called to something very public. See, coffee and conversations is in the local. We go throughout the world. Because I'm a media, I'm a person in media. There's a certain standard that he gave me for how I am to look. Might not be your story for me. It's a certain image he carved out for me, for when I speak and whatever. And he told me, he said, I can afford you. Like, you're mine. And that day, that day, hold on, y'all. That day, he, that day, it just changed my perspective of who God was. Like, it just changed my perspective of who God was. And instead of me reducing and taking away, I just said, you know what? I'm going to put all the things that I believe that you suppose that you believe that I believe you want for me for the month in a budget. I'm just being real. My hair, my nails, the things that come with me, I'm going to put it all in a budget and I'm going to trust you to meet this budget every month. <laughs> I'm not going all outside of for years. I did not have a card note for years. I did not have a card note, I'm not going outside of any of this, staying on this. And I'm going to believe you're going to supply every need. And I believe you're going to take care of everything because you have said you're a good provider. And I believe in there you're going to even meet me in my desires. 
So I remember, and remember I told you I live off my seed and every word that proceeds out of God's mouth. I remember I needed some new jeans. She probably don't even remember this. And I needed some new jeans and I was mentioning it or I just threw it out there. And a woman of God sent me a seed and she was like, here's for your new jeans. And then a woman of God, another woman of God sent me a seed. I said, hey, I want you to go get your nails done. I noticed you stopped getting your nails done. I want you to go get your nails done. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. If I am doing exactly what you told me to do, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not being funny. Then you have enough to provide for whatever it is that's supposed to be connected to me. My sons were in private school. I didn't have the money for tuition, but I knew we were supposed to be there. A scholarship showed up. Out of, they were like, we got this scholarship. We need to give it. Let's see if you qualify. A scholarship showed up that would change our life and would connect us to something greater. Why? Because God can afford me. Why? Because God can afford you. Like everything that you're connected to and you're supposed to do, God can afford it. God can take care of it. Matthew 6, I started meditating that where he says, why worry? Like only the pagans, only those that do not understand me as provider, run after these things, worry over food, over clothes, over shelter, only them. Y'all had some stuff due this month. I don't like to be late because I think that's my name and God's name. And I had told the Lord, I said, October 31, we need to have these taken care of. This is your name. This is my name. Yesterday, every bill got paid. Everything that I needed got paid. Got paid on the 31st. It didn't matter. But I trusted God. I was like, that you, these are your bills. These are not my bills. I'm doing what you asked me to do. But I had told him, I said, it's the 31st of the month. I, don't, I shouldn't go into a new month with anything overlapping. I told my girl, I said, on the 30th, it wasn't there. On the 31st, it was there. Why? Because God will supply and take care of everything concerning you. He has enough for the vision. He has enough for your house. He has enough for your children. He has enough for your bit. Like, he has enough for you. There's a scripture that says he owns a cattle. He owns a cattle, thousand cattle on the yard, whatever. I might, I don't want to misquote it. He can't afford you. He can take care of you. Trust him to be source. Trust him to be supply. We in a new month. I'm like, okay, new set of bills, new set of whatever else we need. Guess what? God has enough to take care of. God has enough to take care of. I'm going to tell you something. Even during the month, after I paid all I can, I still kept sewing. I do not neglect the tithe. I'm just telling you, it's a principle to this. Some of y'all have been so worried over your finances. You cannot afford to keep your focus on what you don't have when your father has everything you need. God can afford you and God can take care of you. Don't be afraid to release the seed. 
Don't be afraid to pay your tithes. Don't be afraid to do the things that God has asked you to do. He can afford you. Don't be afraid to cast the vision. What do I mean by cast the vision? Go for what God has told you to go for. Stop being afraid of it. Stop being afraid. Don't be afraid to start the business. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take a chance. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. One of my friends called me yesterday and she was like, um, I want to just run some by you. And I told her, I said, can I tell you something? I said, this is the season for you to go for it. Like, go for it. Take a chance. God has really been dealing with me. Like, you waiting on me to, like, he told me on a, there's been a, okay, yes, sir. There's been a few things where he said to me, if you go, I'll go with you. If you go, Shirley, I'll go with you. If you make the decision, I'll be all up in what you what you in right now. That's the season you're in. Some of y'all are like, well, I'm waiting on a word for the Lord. No, this is the word from the Lord. You already got a word from the Lord. Fear has you immobilized making stuff up. Fear has you where you won't take chances. Fear has you where you're focused on your current situation, even though it's just a season you're in. It's just a season you're in. You cannot focus on this temporary season that you're in. There is a long-term benefit to living in the kingdom of God. But the enemy loves to downplay the power of God. He does. He does. Andrea, he can because it's not your vision. It's his. So he can afford what he calls. Ah! He can afford. He can afford what he calls. He can afford. Andrea, you need to get the book, The Dream Giver. He can afford what he calls. If he calls you to do it, if he calls you to the salon, if he calls you to real estate, if one of my friends left teaching because she knew the Lord called her to real estate. He can afford what he calls. He can afford it. If he called it, God is it. Some of y'all have taken the dreams off the shelf. Some of y'all have backed yourself in a hole. Some of y'all have um, reduced yourself to only this much. Because you don't understand the season that you're in. You understand your righteousness. You understand yourself as God's son or daughter. And you just kind of pigeonhole and put yourself in a holding pattern or place. And God is like, I can afford you. I can afford you. And if he can afford me, I can. He can afford you. <laughs> Every transition I've made, my, my next step is to a house. Never bought my own house before it's coming. I know it is. I went from living in somebody else's house to an apartment, to a townhouse, to I know God is going to afford me a house. In the right time, in the right season. So I steward over what I have. I take good care of it. My friends will tell you, I'm going to keep my stuff clean. I'm going to put my furniture in here. I steward over what I have. I love it. I invite people over. I'm not ashamed of anything I have. Same way with my car. When I didn't have a car note, I'm going to clean that mug. I'm going to keep it detailed out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steward over what I have. I'm going to trust God with the rest. Why? 
because of whatever I've been in. So you got to understand birthing pains too. Y'all pulling on my heart. You got to understand birthing pains. And can I just speak out of what God has said? And sometimes because I'm going to use the term a miscarriage, right? Lord, you just got me open this morning. Before Judah, I had a miscarriage. And it devastated me. And, but I knew I needed to get pregnant again because I knew there was supposed to be Judah. He was supposed to be the fifth of our tribe. I have five sons, five grandsons. And, but it devastated me. And I'm speaking to you spiritually. I'm not talking about a physical birth right now. And I know some of y'all have what we call spiritually miscarried. It looks like whatever it was you were supposed to give birth to didn't happen or the business failed, or it looked like it wasn't working, all this other stuff. And, but I had this voracious appetite to get pregnant again. And I'm talking about like when I lost Judah, I mean, when I lost the baby before Judah, like it was a full blown, like it was horrible. It was horrible. So it traumatized me. Well, it was put in my spirit to get pregnant again. Fear, anxiety, worry hit me hard because I didn't want to experience another loss. Same thing happened for me in love. I didn't want to experience another loss. Same thing happened for me in love. I didn't want to experience another loss. And so when those things happen, fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, all of those things will imprison you. And you focus more on what you don't have and the space you're in versus when you focus on God. So God said to me, he says, I feel strong in my spirit. We need to get pregnant again. And we actually wound up, and then I had decided, well, let me say this first. I had decided we were not going to have any more children because Jermaine was really sick at this time. And I just decided it wasn't going to be any more kids. And I was actually on my way to get my tubes tied because I didn't want to experience another loss. But in the transition of that, I kept feeling like, man, we really need to have another baby. But fear was like, no. Right? No, I'm not doing it. Some of y'all are the same way right now. You've experienced a loss. And because you've experienced a loss, fear is empowering you to be immobile. And you won't go for the things that you want to go for. But God... <laughs> will supernaturally position everything that's intended for your life. My husband and I knew each other. If y'all, if you grown, you don't know what that means, that's right. <laughs> we knew each other. He had just had surgery. We knew each other. And there were a lot of medical implications in between that didn't allow us a lot of time for knowing each other. But we knew each other. And then I went to my doctor to consult because my mindset was, I don't want to lose again. And so when you don't want to lose again, you won't just kind of go for it. <laughs> so I went to my doctor to consult 
with him to get my tombstone. And he confirms, nah, little mama, you're about to have a baby. So I took a scripture and I began to meditate it. I think it's in, um, maybe it's in Exodus. And God is talking to the children of Israel. And he says to them, there will be no miscarriage or barren in this land. I taped that scripture and I called Judah forth. Crazy thing is we didn't know if Judah was a boy until almost he was born. He would not open his legs. We did four ultrasounds. He would not open his legs for nothing in the world, which is Judah's personality now. Like I'm on my own time. I'm going to do my own thing. But once we got wind who he was, we put a name to him. And Judah Michael we called him forth. <laughs> this baby be carried. He'll be full term. He'll be da da da. Like he, I even prayed over his feet because all of us have flat feet. I said he will not have flat feet. <laughs> like I, I, I talked about him. He will be bold. He will be sober. His name means praise. His middle name means warrior. So I called forth this praising warrior. God had already ordained it. God had, I was not going to experience heartbreak. God had already ordained it. I don't know why the, the, the miscarriage. I don't spend a lot. I used to spend a lot of time on why something didn't happen. And as I matured, I don't even spend a lot of time there anymore. I'm like, no, I don't have time to spend on why it didn't happen. God, you suffering, you just, you true. If it happened in my life, it happened when my husband died, happened. It's hard, but it happened. So I came back and I'm saying, and I said, no, it won't be no miscarriage. There won't be no bear. There will not. Man, that boy came here standing up at seven or eight months with climb on stuff, fearless, warrior, came here worshiping. All, if you see him now, he got some headphones on and some music attached to it. What I called for, which was what God just put inside of me came alive in the present. The same thing for you. <laughs> Got to look at this in the spiritual. The enemy wants you to think you barren. The enemy wants you to think you ain't gifted. The enemy wants you to think it's not supposed to happen. But prophetically speaking, there will be no miscarriages or barrenness in your land in this season. Everything that is supposed to produce will produce. You just got to go for it. You just got to go for it. You just got to you just got to go for it. You are anointed and called to do this. This is your assignment. This is your mission. I don't care how in the world it appears to be. This is your ministry. This is how you're going to make impact. This is how you're going to serve others. So, Lord God, we cast out all the fear. <laughs> we receive the vision again, whatever that is you're calling us to do. Holy Spirit, help us. Strengthen us. Comfort us. Encourage us. And teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let me give you this. Get your pen out because I'm not inclined to repeat myself. 
I should not have sprayed that perfume. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to be spicy this morning. Uh, <laughs> and be spicy on the devotional. That's what I heard the Lord say. That November is a month of new beginnings and fresh starts. Out with the old and in with the new. Do not carry the weight of last month or even last year. Cast all your cares today and receive your new. Woo! Let me read this to you. Let me give you the scripture because he always gives me something and backs it up in scripture. He never gives me something that doesn't have scripture tied with it. Hold on. And I'm reading this in the Amplified. This is our scripture to hold on to. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted and to proclaim that you are released from confinement and you are released from condemnation. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance and retribution of our God to comfort all those who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion the following. Woo! See, they were in mourning. And he begins to tell them, he says, I'm taking off all your mourning clothes. Woo! Taking off all your grave clothes. I'm taking off wherever the place that whatever it was died. I'm removing you from that. And he said, I'm getting ready to give you the oil of joy. I'm going to give you a garment of praise. Woo! And then you're going to be recognized. I'm paraphrasing this so you can get it. You're going to be called trees of righteousness. You're going to be recognized for being strong, for being magnificent. You're going to be distinguished. You're going to be set apart for your integrity, your justice, and your right standing with God. God is going to plant you so that he can be glorified. And then what he puts in your hand will cause you ah, to rebuild, <laughs> to raise up and to restore in what seems like very dry and barren places. Ah, you're going to be called the priest of the Lord. <laughs> Instead of your former shame, you're going to have a double portion. Instead of humiliation, your people will shout for joy woo, over their portion. Therefore, in their land, they will possess double. Whatever you have forfeited, whatever you gave up, whatever happened in this new season, there'll be a double portion. Woo. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery. And I will faithfully reward them and make an ever- lasting covenant with them. Now, the ninth verse, he says, this is for your generations. <laughs> what you are building right now is not just for you, it's for your generations. This is why the enemy loves to keep you in a temporary place because you won't see forth for the generations. This that you're doing is not just for you, it's for the generations. Thank you. And then you're going to rejoice. And the earth is going to spring, spring for 
and the Lord God will cause righteous and justice and praise. And he's going to cause this to happen through the power of his word. Finish the rest. The slate is wiped clean. New beginnings, new doors, new opportunities, healthy things restored. God dealt with me this about this. He said, there are some things that are just dead. It's okay. But things that are still healthy, still have life, might have been on incubation, <laughs> might have just been on a, uh, might have been born a little too early. Those things, those things that are healthy, those things that are meant to be, those things will be restored. You're going to have new sight for vision. You're going to have new encounters and new experiences. You're going to have new ways of thinking. Your health will be new. And it will end in ridiculous favor. Woo! This month will end in ridiculous favor. Got a little bit more and then we gone. The Lord said from some this month, there will be supernatural debt cancellation. <laughs> Last month, you overcame hurdles that would allow you to walk in your new. Even though October may have seemed hard, God was reversing the wrong that had been done so he could release the new for November. Yara, you don't even know you were assigned. So thank you for even including me. In October, God was reversing the wrong that had been done so he could release the new for November. This is a covenant between God and his people because of your faithfulness. Not because you have been perfect, but because you have been faithful. Faithfulness means you just trust and love him through all the situations. I wrote this down together. He says, I never said I was a rewarder of those that were perfect. He said, I am a rewarder of those that diligently seek me. That's it. That's the word of the Lord for the month of November. You may have to come back and replay this. <laughs> you may have to come back and replay this. You can go play it on YouTube and slow it down. But this is the word of the Lord for November. If October was hard, You can expect a release in November. Lord, I thank you. And I ask that you confirm every word that comes out of my mouth. Do not let it fall to the ground. Help it to cause them to soar. May they trust and believe you today like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. If you came in late, you need to go back and get this. You need the beginning of this. You need all of this. 
I have something that I confess over myself that I'm bold enough to say over you. God is going to do more for you today than he has done all year. God is going to do more for you today than he has done all year. Lord, I thank you for the release over your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. I went a little longer today. I'm sorry. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. Lord, I thank you, Father God, for even releasing us from like ridiculous debt, stuff that don't make sense. Contracts canceled, but we still possess the property. Ooh! Somebody with large checks paying things off. We thank you, Father God, for the fullness of who you called us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. I love y'all in the morning, 6 a.m. Grab your people. Trust the Lord. I see y'all there. <coughs> love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>